I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under Networks. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. All right, what's up, Pels fans? Welcome to another episode of The Bird Calls. I'm your host and contributor to TheBirdRights.com, Preston Ellis. And today, we are welcoming on our guest, creator of Do It Human Performance, Coach Mike G. What's up, Coach? Yes, yes. Happy to be back. Thank you so much. What up, Pels fans? <laughs> and remember, you guys, you can follow all of Coach Mike G's work on Twitter at Mr. Do It Moving. But I recommend, if you haven't already, make sure you guys follow him on Instagram, where he posts videos of your favorite stars working out every day. You can do that at the same title, Mr. Do It Moving. And also, do you share in the Swiss Cultures video? Who's promoting those videos? Uh, Swiss Cultures and I are, we have a, a personal relationship. He actually was a childhood friend of Drew's. That's how we all got connected. He is still actually playing overseas. So in his off season, he does all the content that we've kind of collaborated together this summer. He does a really good job with all the action stuff, all the on-court stuff. And I'm pretty much the only weight room guy or performance guy that he's working with. So I, I'm super blessed to be on his team. Well, you better be quiet about this information or other people are going to try to steal him from you. Uh, Coach, They're definitely going to try, but they, 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 will, they will not overcome the personal friendship that we have so <laughs> that's fair uh coach let's go ahead and talk some pels you've been killing it all summer uh we've been watching the videos how pleased are you so far with the level of progress of your guys i'm extremely pleased with the way the summer has unfolded i think that you got a group of guys that are ultra focused all with the same mentality all have the same goals in mind and that's just to get to greatness so it makes my job really easy. I don't really have to kind of herd the sheep at all. They, they kind of do exactly what I need them to do. It's super fun to watch everything happen organically as possible. We create ultra competitive atmospheres, and I'm more of a fan than a trainer at that point. Yeah, man. And obviously, uh, it's nice to have all those guys, not only teammates, but but former teammates as well. Guys who know each other, guys who get along, guys who who know each other and push each other. Uh, and speaking of guys who push each other, of course, we're going to get to Frank Jackson and Drew Holiday's relationship. But let's go ahead and start with Drew, because the last time we spoke, you said he was already way far ahead of the progress that he had made just one season ago. And that was already overcoming an injury. So at this point in time in the summer, we're in August, probably about a month from training camp, month and a half. Uh, give or take where is he in terms of his progress right now it's definitely a great problem to have of not letting the athlete peak too early this is where we're at right now the body is very much physically in a position that we've never seen he's stronger than he's ever been 
I think he has more control than he's ever been in terms of just his his uh, his uh, tempo, the way he changes pace on the court. We're doing a lot a lot more on court, so we're scaling back of the weight room so that all of our bullets are saved for the on court stuff, playing two on two, playing ones, and a lot of the skills training with with our skills guys. So. At this point in the summer, it's, it's one of those things where you don't want to do too much because you're so excited about where they are physically, but you always have to remember in the back of your mind, camp is coming, you know, practice is coming, and we don't know what to expect with that. Some camps are really difficult. Some camps are a little more laid back, if you will, so we have to always prepare for that in mind, but it's an exciting time because you really get to see all of the hard work we spent in the weight room unfold on the court and I feel like that's where the rubber meets the road so to speak in terms of what I do I get to really see how it all transferred to the court to the sport and I like I really really like where we're at right now and he's ready to step right into that that role of being the guy being number one so it's gonna be fun to watch Coach, if we could get you to break down the off-season training schedule a little bit more, I know it's going to be difficult for you know uh, sure. casual NBA fans like me, like our listeners, to keep up. But you you must have a diagram, some kind of plan. This is where we're starting with the body. This is the next phase. Now we're in the basketball phase. What does the whole off-season training schedule look like for a guy like Drew Holiday? Yeah, I would love to give the fans who kind of know more about basketball than they do training, but. If you guys have been following Drew for the last since his since his career has began in New Orleans, it's been a very big point to emphasize our off seasons as preparation for all the minutes being played, and we periodize it. And what all that means in in my world is is we create a schedule that really focuses on specific stressors on the court and off the court. So, for instance, the beginning of the offseason, we won't touch a basketball. We'll do – we'll re, reverse engineer the body in terms of just trying to strip all the bad movement habits out, um, try to get the tissue to recover, recover all the tissues from the long season, regain range of motion or flexibility is what a lot of people would call it, and, and try to create a blank canvas so that we can start to create – a sound and solid foundation to build the house on, so to speak. So the first two months, that's what we're focused on, trying to create really quality movement patterns, re restore range of motion and flexibility, and then give a baseline strength. After that, we'll start to do just basketball on the court. So no playing, no competing. The skills trainer will do a lot of shooting. We'll do a lot of, again, similar to what I do, reverse engineer the, the, the skills that they want to work on specifically, go through that, a lot of reps, and that's really the main focus on the court. As, as it goes, as, as far as the weight room goes, now we're starting to get into more specific exercise that really relates to basketball. So we might start doing more multi-directional movement, more agility, more what I call movement strength, which is basically – being able to move in three dimensions with load. I think that it's really important for athletes to not only build strength traditionally, which is like squatting, deadlifting, et cetera, but also they need to build strength in three dimensions and three planes, basically, because basketball is played 
in multiple planes. So we want to be able to to move well in those planes as well and be strong. Uh, and then towards the end of the off season, again, this is just like a shotgun education for those who are curious about how our, our schedule looks in the off season. Towards the end of the off season, which is again like right about now to maybe September, just before camp, and we all leave to our respective teams. That's court dominant. So we're on the court most of the time. The weight room, I'm just fine tuning. I'm just trying to create power and strength in specific basketball postures and positions because I again I think the main energy of the athletes need to be focused on the court since we're so close to the season. You know, I, these aren't weightlifters. We I'm not training weightlifters, so it would behoove my athletes to be preserving most of their energy and effort on the court because that's what they do. They play basketball. I want to make sure that they're mentally focused for basketball and not exhausted from the training. So, again, I pull back, and the basketball work kind of pulls forward if you were pushes forward. And that's kind of how we get jump started right into camp. That's pretty much a shotgun approach of how we look in the season. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Yeah, nobody spends more time on the court in the past three seasons anyway than Drew Holiday, uh, typically top 10 in the NBA in minutes played. Three years straight of 2,000 minutes or more. Uh, he's already in the top 40 among active players in terms of minutes played. He's got more minutes, uh, three to 5,000 more minutes than guys like P.J. Tucker, Kyrie Irving, Robin Lopez, Anthony Davis, Gordon Hayward, Boogie, Joaquin Noah, Dame Lillard, Clay Thompson, just to name a few. Mike, Drew might be under 30, but he's got a lot of miles under him. How is his off-season training different than a guy like Frank Jackson, who's only played 1,200 career minutes? I think when you look at the minutes picture, it, 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 it could be looked at or perceived in different ways because not all minutes are created the same. So when you look at minutes, yes, it's a it's a measurement of, how much you're playing, but it's not quite a measurement of how much stress each player is undergoing. And I think that's really important when we talk about Drew because he's not only leading, you know, he what you all the numbers that you just said, he plays all these minutes, but also it's the quality of minutes. It's how how many of those minutes is he is he locking up the, uh, on defense? How many of those minutes does he have the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter trying to make a play, go to the basket, what have you? Like, these minutes are definitely different when you compare to other players. And I'm not saying that one's better than the other, but it does speak to how we train because Drew Holiday has it in his heart and in his soul that when I'm on defense, I'm going to do everything that I can to stop this person in front of me on every single possession. Not a lot of people have that mentality. And then on top of it, on offense, people are asking him to score. So I don't know if anyone's out there has played basketball, just pick up, 
But being able to play defense every possession and then trying to go score is one of the hardest things to do from a, just an energy standpoint. You're just using so much energy to stop the number one scorer on the opposite team. And then now you got to take the ball and go make a play. That being said, we have to train for that. We have to prepare for that. We have to make sure our recovery is perfect. We have to make sure our sleep and our nutrition is as best as we can make it so that his body is always in a consistent place of being better than worse because it's an accumulation effect. When you start to compound stress upon stress, lack of sleep, bad nutrition, on top of playing 40 minutes a game, you just dig yourself in a deep hole. So the off season is where we try to set these habits, where we try to clean the diet up, where we try to get in a routine of sleep, where we try to obviously create the physical foundation to be able to sustain these efforts on a night in night out basis. Absolutely. The training is going to be much different as compared to someone who may play 20 minutes a game. And, um, Again, I'm not going to compare Drew to anyone because that's just not what I do. But I think people need to realize 10 minutes is not the same 10 minutes for different opposing players or positions. So when you look at working out somebody and working with somebody and trying to make sure that they're in the best position possible to be successful, you always have to consider the load outside of just minutes. I hope that wasn't too science but I hope that makes sense as well. No, makes total sense. Uh, Drew Holiday puts in the work to be able to play more minutes than than the rest of these guys and play on both ends, just like he did last year. And to that point, um, just to continue, uh, you said earlier, Drew obviously knows the expectations for him this year. David Griffin uh, said it uh, on the draft night press conference uh, in regards to Zion. And he's continued that message. And sometimes uh, executives just put words out there um, just to like further a narrative, but obviously that narrative can change over the course of, of a summer. However, I just talked to Grievous Vasquez. I talked to Swin Cash. That narrative is not changing. This is Drew Holiday's team. They're not expecting too much from Zion. Drew Holiday, the, the Pelicans are going to go as far in 2018 or 2019, 2020. I don't even know what year it is as Drew Holiday takes him. And obviously he's very excited about that. Uh, but what has his impression been to you? How does it feel now to be the face of a franchise, to be a guy that an, an entire city is counting on? Anybody that knows Drew or has spoken to him, they know that he's reserved, confident, but he's not cocky. He's not a man of many words. And it's been just that as well. But his actions speak louder than his words. He's a, he's a I'm going to do it before I say it type guy. And all I have to say is watch out because the work precedes him. He has put in countless hours this summer, both on and off the court. And I'm really excited, as everyone should be excited, to see how he uh, handles his new role as number one. That's all we need on Drew. Let's go ahead and push on to some of the other guys you're working with. Uh, we saw in some of your videos a slimmed-down version of Jaleel o Davis. He looks fresh. He looks in great condition, uh, great, greater condition than I've seen him. Um, he looks really fluid. His jump shot is falling. He just looks like a better all-around athlete than the guy that was in New Orleans just one season ago. And last year, he was in uh, arguably the best shape of his life. Talk about what you've seen from him in workouts. I just want to first put this out there in the space that I am not 100% responsible for what Ja 
does or and or how he looks. He's worked with an uh, with a man uh, with with a man by the name of David Alexander in Miami uh, of DBC Fitness, and um, yeah, I just want to make sure that that's out there. Like he's 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 working with D, uh, Dave Alexander the first part of the summer. He's working with me the second part of the summer. So I just want to give credit to where credit's due. Secondly, yes, the man is serious about his diet, about his training, and a, and really about the maintenance of trying to be strong in the areas that he needs to be due to previous injuries. So he's really taking a stern approach to making sure that he stays on top of all the necessary exercises, stretches, et cetera, to keep his health the number one priority. And I really, really love that about him, even nutrition. Like, he really understands how impactful nutrition can be on in, on the body as a uh, – as a, um, what am I trying to say? As it relates to – excuse me, as it relates to inflammation, which also kind of speaks into injuries. So it's really – a decision that athletes are presented with, you know, yet they go out and hire performance nutritionists and performance coaches and psychologists and skill guys, you know, and they do all the work. But at the end of the day, as professionals, we only see athletes one to two hours a day, maybe three to four, what have you, but there's still 20 hours out of the, in the rest of the day. What are you doing on those hours during those hours when we're not with you? And that's really where the gains are made. And that's really where things start to change. Are you sleeping correctly? Are you eating correctly? Are you getting the right massage there? You know, all these different situations that really build up into your athlete and, and as a mental and physical attribute, this is where we make the biggest impact. And for me, Ja has absorbed everything that I say. And he asks questions. He really wants to, he's really interested in learning about himself. And I love that about him. So I think that's the why that's why and how you see what he's doing. You know, how he looks, how he's moving, how athletic he looks, you know, all the all the things you just mentioned is because he has taken responsibility of himself. So give credit to John, man. Shout out to John. Now, Ali and I definitely want to ask you about Ferrari Frank Jackson, somebody that we're a big fan of. Hey. Uh not just the the way that he plays, the way he competes, uh, just his personality in general just seems like a guy who's a, a fun-loving dude. Let's talk about his yes. progress. He played 61 games last year, uh, 30 points in three quarters in Summer League. Uh, you can already tell that he's more aggressive. He's a bit more confident. It looks like the game might be slowing down for him a little bit. How has he looked this offseason? Skies are the limits for Frankie Flash, Ferrari, Ferrari Flash. He will designate and dictate his future it's all really between his ears in my opinion and what i mean by that is mental like can he overcome and and sustain bad times and get through it whether the bad times because no it's never smooth sailing for anybody throughout this year you know what i mean like everyone's gonna undergo some type of uh, backward steps if you will and um physically he's Special. He's an anomaly. He he is explosive. He's coordinated. He can stop on a dime. He can shoot the ball super well. He's fluid. I, I you know whatever superlative you want to give him on court, he has it. It's mental. It's all. It's really the decision that he wants to make when he runs into some type of adversity. How is he gonna handle it? 
And I think a big part of that is going to be his support staff, right? Everybody around him, his friends, his family, his teammates, his coaches. But at the end of the day, Frankie Flash has to make the decision, do I want to be great? And he will make that decision and the right decision this year. I think that he will really step into the limelight and show people Flash has arrived. And I'm really excited to see him go as well. Now, this is just your personal opinion. I talked to Grievous Vasquez about this, and he said that Zion's already working his tail off in New Orleans. Uh, just based on your expert opinion, uh, a guy who's six foot seven, two 285 pounds, never seen anybody like him, so it's difficult to know uh, what weight he should be playing at, uh, what kind of body he should be building going into his first N- NBA regular season, uh, a season in which he's bound to play up to three times more games than he ever has in his career before. What what would you do with Zion's body to make him NBA ready if if you had your hands on him this summer? Uh, two words, work capacity in a very specific way. What does that mean? The ability to do work for a long period of time without breaking down. And breaking down could mean injury, breaking down his fatigue, breaking down his technique loss, breaking down his any type of thing that relates to those three components. How I would do that would definitely be determined by, you know, some type of evaluation or assessment, but building his work capacity to be able to allow his tissues to overcome and withstand all those new stressors because of the length of the season would be my number one goal. You definitely got to address nutrition. I'm repeating myself often, but the answers aren't rocket science, in my opinion. It's very simple. Fix your diet, create good sleep habits work on work capacity. That's it. I don't know if his diet is good or bad, but again, you know, this is how I would approach the situation with Zion. Work capacity, work, because, you know, his talent's going to do what it does. God gave him talent, and he's going to use it. But how do I put him in a position to use his talent all the time, as well as prevent him from breaking down or getting tired and, you know, technique falling apart or whatever? So there, there's kind of where I would go from from my standpoint. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, again, you guys can follow him at Mr. Do It Moving uh, pretty much uh, on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Swiss Cultures if you want to see some of the work that he's doing and some yeah. of the work that he's instilled into Sorry. his players that's been paying off. Um, just Please. great stuff all, all around. Great friend of the program. We really appreciate it, Coach. Hey, man, I just want to say thank you, first and foremost, for always – being open-minded and, and, and allowing me to be a guest on your show. And then secondly, greatness breeds greatness. Put yourself around great people. It automatically reflects on you, and you become even more great. And that's what I'm all about. Just keep great people around you, and you'll, you'll never know what you can uncap. As uh, David Grubb always says, iron sharpens iron. Uh, <laughs> so there thanks, man. Uh, We'll have you on again soon. Um, uh, For all of our listeners, do us a favor. Make sure that you follow Coach Mike. Uh, Make sure that you're following us if you haven't been already. Uh, Give us a retweet if you don't mind. And, hey, we're going to come at you guys all next week. We've got a bunch of new fresh pods coming out, a bunch of new content coming on thebirdrights.com. And I've got a little bit of news that I'm going to share with you guys in a little bit uh, that's going to be exciting in terms of our podcast as well. For now, let's dance.
Thank you for listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under podcast networks. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes, retweet, share with your friends, and most importantly, subscribe today. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $2.99 subs. How would you like it? Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please. You got it. All right, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a six-inch meatball marinara, cold-cut combo, veggie delight, or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just $2.99 each. Subway! Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $2.99 subs. How would you like it? Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please. You got it. All right, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a six-inch meatball marinara, cold-cut combo, veggie delight, or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just $2.99 each. Subway! Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied.